Hello everybody and welcome to In My Mug episode 601. Let's get into this week's episode. So, as some of you may or may not know, I live some of the time in Sweden because that's where my fiancé lives um, and, uh, and also I can do a lot of my work from here. So, um, obviously I've been in the UK for the, for the past uh, seven weeks, but two weeks ago I got on an aeroplane and came uh, to Sweden um, to, to be with my partner. And um, things are a little bit different here. So I've been in this isolation for two weeks and now this is my chance um, to go out. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna explain a little bit about what's happening here um, and go to the cafe and taste the coffee there. And uh, yeah, but while I'm getting in my car and going to see people in civilization, I'm gonna hand you over to Virtual Steve who's gonna run you through this week's coffee. Thanks, Real Steve. So, as we already know, this coffee comes from Indonesia, um, and it comes from the island known uh, as Sulawesi, formerly known as Salibs. Um, lots of you older coffee people who've been in this game for a little long may have heard of uh, uh, Sulawesi Colossi, uh, which is one of the coffees that come from this, uh, from this island in Indonesia. Um, in, this part of Indonesia was under Dutch control uh, in, from the early 1600s, right through just before the Second World War. Uh, and coffee production was introduced uh, by the Dutch East India Company. Um, the first plants that they planted were uh, Tipica, and this was in around 1750. Um, as coffee began to spread throughout all of the islands, in particular Java and Sumatra. The most famous coffees come from the islands of Sumatra, where they uh, process the coffee uh, to have a more earthy, kind of savoury and sometimes meaty characteristics. Sulawesi, on the other hand, um, has primarily washed coffees, um, and this comes from one of our partners called Torco, which is a Japanese-Indonesian joint mill and export, export venture. Um, and they are experts in producing clean, sweet, fruity coffees that I personally really enjoy. Torco owns the Pandemanium Plantation, which is 900 to around about 1250 metres above sea level, but it also purchases wet parchment from uh, local producers, uh, but not just anybody. To be part of uh, the, the Torco group, you have to pass certain certifications um, to show that you have quality coffee production and you are picking and sorting only the best coffee that you can. Uh, Torco doesn't just stop there by demanding that they follow these things. They also give education. Uh, once a year, they get together, um, and to get your ID card to be able to deliver, you have to be part of this educational program um, to learn. But it's not just all boring, terrible learning. At the end of the season, when all of the harvest is in, they arrange a huge party for everybody to come together, and they, they have a party where uh, they'll just enjoy what they've done throughout the harvest, uh, the successes, and the things that they could have learned. And this attended by around about 200 people every year. Sounds like one heck of a party. So let's go back to Steve, who's out there in the real world, uh, kind of doing stuff. So we're going to go on a little walk now, um, as I'm allowed out here. Um, I'm going to walk through what is normally the busiest street um, in Stockholm. And as you can see, it's really quiet. Like, 
just a few people out and about um, not in lockdown but kind of in its own self-imposed lockdown I'll tell you some more in a minute Okay, so I'm in one of my favourite parts of Stockholm. Um, I'm going to get this wrong, but I think it's called Kungstuka Garden. Um, and it's beautiful. You can see there just how really lovely it is. Um, and um, this is normally super busy, but it's really quiet. So what's happening here in Sweden? Well, Sweden didn't have what we had in the UK, where you know hospitals got like to the point they were nearly overloaded. Yes, they've been busy. Yes, they've had issues but they've managed to come through it. What we're experiencing here, and they've kind of skipped that stage of lockdown, uh, but going to what we're going to be experiencing in the UK right now, social distancing, not going out unless you need to, working from home if you can, um, there's hand sanitizer everywhere, there's marks on the floor like we have in the supermarket saying where you can stand and when you can't, and this is going to be the new normal for a little while. Um, there's been some mixed reactions to what's been happening uh, here but I think they just had it different uh, and everywhere has got a different set of circumstances and handles it a different way. The cafe that we're going to go to in a little while has been you know massively down like a third less customers come in than you would normally expect maybe half um, and not the same governmental support because they're open so challenging and different but Absolutely beautiful city, and I thought I would kind of bring you here, show you where I am, tell you what I'm doing. What we're going to go to now is uh, we're going to go to the cafe, and I've got one of our baristas and Joanna to taste this coffee, not knowing what it is, and try and guess the origin because Indos get a hard rap. So let's go to the cafe. So I'm here in the cafe and what I'm going to do is, Indonesia gets a little bit of a bad rap. Uh, most people will not try the coffee without having a preconception of it. So I'm going to do a blind tasting with a couple of people and try and get them to guess the origin. Then we're going to come back and taste it. So let's go ask. Okay, so you brewed the coffee for me. What do you think the origin is? And give us some tasting notes as well. That's always good. It's obviously a washed coffee. Perfect. It's coming from the Americas somewhere? Not quite. If I told you it was an Indonesian coffee, what would you say? That was my next guess. <laughs> there we go. But like so often people don't like Indos uh, because they tend to be dirty and not clean. Mm -hmm. But finding a washed one, I kind of really like it. I agree because I have used uh, Indos in Australia myself. Yeah. And the things that I'm quite familiar with the Indos. Um, I think the Sumatras are so much bigger as well in Indonesia. This one's actually from um, uh, Salibs. So it tends to be, Sumatras tend to be more natural. These tend to be more mm. washed. That is really sweet. Nice body tone and um, very well balanced. I'm getting 
Nice one. Nice one. Okay, so who are you? Hey, I'm Joanna. I am the lucky one to be your partner in life and also in this business. So uh, you've got a coffee in front of you. You don't know what it is. Uh, I'd like you to try and guess the origin. Very uh, like yellow, fruity like acidity. Yeah. Like heaps of chocolate, a little bit earthy. Yeah. In the two, I would probably like it's definitely it's washed or semi washed. It's washed. It's washed. Yeah. And I would guess somewhere like Uganda, like a little bit of that like pepperness to it, and still heaps of. Incredibly close because I think Ugandas tend to taste a lot like this. But if I told you it was an Indonesian, would that surprise you? Uh, too clean to be an Indonesian. Mm, yeah, no, I, I agree. I think it's got those fruity notes, but it's got that chocolate note to it as well. It's very fruity driven. Yeah. Like it's not earthy driven, it's more it's an earthy note in the background and heaps of fruit going on there. No, I really like it. I'm sorry for making you sit in the sun, directly in the sun, but thank you. So that was really good that we got kind of two um, two very similar opinions on the coffee, but not similar with the origin. And I just think it shows that how well processed um, this coffee is. But now it's time for me to do the tasting. So, and I really agree with that chocolate. For me, it's kind of like a rich dark chocolate that's kind of got that high cocoa content. It's like kind of got a little bit of that dryness to it as well. There is a spiciness in there as well, like a little bit of like a black pepper kind of spiciness that kind of dries. But then you've got the fruit, and for me it's really fruit-driven. You've got cranberry, you've got um, kind of a little bit of lingonberry. And then the finish on it, for me, is like burnt treacle. So like that treacle toffee kind of sweet, sticky um, really, really lovely and interesting uh, finish. A great coffee, showing what a great origin in you know Indonesia and Salibs and all of these different ones can be. So, um, thank you very much for joining me. Um, I hope you've enjoyed our little trip out and about. Um, and do remember, life is too short for bad coffee. <laughs>